Welcome in to another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay Smith. That's Saul Bookman. That's Gerald Bourget. And that's Espo. We are in the right seats today. We are. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a very good day here in the PHNX offices because we got a surprise delivery. Saul is holding them. Yes. Gerald, Espo, and Emma and I have already (laughs) indulged Mm -hmm. in all of our goodies from Bucky. Techies. Techies. Texas' favorite. Thank you to... Holy. Amelia, <laughs> uh, for the hookup, she yes. came back from Texas and hooked us up. Yes, we very much. It's pretty basically the only good thing that comes from Texas. Yes. <laughs> also, like the best surprise ever, because mm. you mm-hmm. just walked in, and you're like, "Look at this goodie basket," and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the best day of my life." This is easily my favorite flavor too. It's those white bomb. white cheddar habanero. Yes, no, I but mean, those ones, the, the cinnamon Sweet ones, are good too. Oh man. Oh my god! We're in a good place today. Thank you, Amelia. We appreciate you very, very much. Uh, that quite literally made all of our days. It really did. <laughs> it really did. We live a sad existence. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just the little things you got to learn to yeah, appreciate. Maybe them. More. It's the little things in life that make the big difference. The fact that somebody went on vacation or went somewhere else and actually took the time to think about us and mm-hmm. get something that they knew that we would enjoy means the world to us, yes. no matter what Espo says. Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay was saying the food itself is the way I read that, that that it made her day to have the food. Amelia made my day f- by thinking of us, but, you know. So now you're misquoting me. Walking but. it back. <laughs> walking it and back. And throwing me under the bus at the same time. Oh, no. Can you believe this guy? Oh, it's, a, it's a unique skill. Damn. <laughs> so. I, All right. Let's talk a little bit of Sun's movement or ish. wanting We're from the internet. Ish. Stop <laughs> We got a tweet from Shams. They said, just in, the Washington Wizards and Bradley Beal will work together to find a trade for the three-time All-Star if the team elects to reset the roster in the near future. League sources tell me and Joshua B. Robbins. Obviously, that meant everyone and their mom on the internet started putting together trade scenarios and talking about which team they would want uh, Bradley Beal. And of course, as Suns fans, we had to get in on the action. This just in. No, <laughs> no, there's too many reasons why this does not make sense for the Suns. If, if he wasn't, uh, you know, getting a ridiculously high salary for what he produces at this moment, because he's been riddled with injury. He's not been as available as he once was, uh, you know, and, and, and you're not going to pay 50 plus million dollars for a guy like Bradley Beal, I don't give a shit how much you love him. It's not worth it. Like it, it just, it just is not worth it. I, that's all I'll say. It's not worth it. Son's Twitter, you stop it. No, <laughs> you stop it. We're not. This is not fantasy basketball, and you can't trade Chris Paul for Bradley Beal because the math doesn't work. So stop it. Yeah, I mean, you would have to throw in another contract like Shamit. You would have to assume the Wizards are going to. You know, move up, increase his guarantees, uh, which I don't know why they would do that if they're trying to start over. It just it doesn't make sense from a logistical standpoint. And look, Bradley Beal is still a good player. I think the Wizards mediocrity over the last half decade has made some people forget that he's very good. But like he's getting older. He's owed an average of 50 million over the next four years. Um, His availability has not been great. And 
like we've talked about this, the Suns don't need a third star. A third star would be great, but not one making this much money where you'd have to either trade CP3 and Landry or DA and Landry for him. And that's not even going to be enough. I don't I don't think um, his value is a lot lower because of that contract and because the Wizards, their situation, they should have traded him like four or five years ago, for being honest. But like, I, I just, Beal's not a realistic candidate here at all. Have yeah. you guys seen the CP3 State Farm commercial with the really long shorts and he's out there on the court? Mm-hmm. If you were to have three guys like this on the Suns roster making that much money, mm-hmm. all those no-name, faceless guys that were on the court with Chris Paul would fill out the rest of your roster. It doesn't work! I was, wondering, I, I was wondering where he was where going, going with that. that one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I got, got there. there. He did. Yeah, I mean, listen, just from the money side of it alone, I feel like this is a non-starter. Like you were saying, Gerald, four years left on his five-year deal for $251 million dollars. Average annual salary of $50 million. And don't forget a no trade clause. Yeah. And a kicker. kicker. And then then on top of that, like if you did, let's just for shits and giggles say, hey, yeah, we made the move when we got Bradley Beal. I don't want to hear every offseason, well, the Suns better make make some moves and, you know, shore this line. No, they can't. They have no money. It's over. There is. You are capped out. And there is no Mm. flexibility to move anybody not named. Uh, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant. So unless you want to get rid of Devin Booker at some point, or, or Kevin Durant, no! <laughs> just no! And I get the all-in mentality, but this isn't all-in. This is just, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't even make sense. Okay, so now that we're all on the same page with that <laughs> so one. So if you see anybody out there proposing a Bradley Beal trade, say no. just delete them off of Twitter or block them <laughs> or whatever you got to do, because they're not your friend. Teach them that. They're yeah. evil. Tell them to log off. (laughs) (laughs) For the sake of the fact that we're talking about the Wizards, let's look at maybe some other Wizards players that the Suns could potentially be interested Um, in. Roster poaching, yes. In the event that the Wizards (laughs) decide that they're going to be big sellers, right? We do have to keep in mind, like, disclaimer, just because a team decides to be sellers doesn't mean that this is a yard sale where you get everything for real cheap. Okay. Well, that's no. the internet. Just remember though. that, though. As much as we love a good deal, this isn't that. We're yeah. not you, Lakers fans. You value our scraps more than we value yours. That's how <laughs> trades work, Sun, right? Suns fans on Twitter are like the guy that messages you on Facebook Marketplace, and you have an item listed for three hundred bucks. He's like, "I'll give you twenty-two dollars." Right? You're like, yeah, you can go screw yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Um, we're gonna start with Monte Morris. Okay, average 10.3 points, 5.3 assists, 3.4 rebounds in 62 games this season. I believe he is an expiring this year and will make $9.8 million. What say you? I'd do this if you can figure out a way to do it, especially if if Washington is looking to save some money this year. Maybe it's something involving campaign, right? Only well, is it $2 million? It's uh, 2.5 out of his $6 million yeah. deal, I believe, is yeah. guaranteed. So... I, you'd have to figure out how if you could get the math to work, but I'm all in on Monte Morris. If you can figure out a way to get him in here, even if it's just a stopgap at the at the point guard position. Plus, Nuggets fans want him back, so any way you can really piss them off on that. Exactly, Monte Morris. Uh, how about Monte Morris for Shamit? I'd well, be see that money there works percent. better, but I don't know that the Wizards would be willing to do that. They both need to change the scenery. It's okay. Do they? <laughs> they do. Well, first of all, 
Well, actually, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Landry's getting tired of getting shit on by Suns fans across the land. Oh, my, my question then, is more, why would the Wizards do that? Yeah. Well, because maybe Monte Morris wants to, you know, some new scenario. You don't maybe think he, the Wizards could find a I'm better option? I'm just saying, maybe. <laughs> sorry, 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 okay, sorry, you two. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sticklers for every <laughs> little detail so these two. Jill rubbed says, off on me yesterday. And I was talking about living in a no, dream Mike, world. Just live in my world for a second, like, okay? Hold on a second. Monte so, Morris for Landry Shamit. Let me finish. Okay, okay. You are finished. It's the beautiful part of both worlds okay <laughs> look Sean just sits there and tells people don't make crazy trades don't give us your that's shit that's not a crazy trade yes, yes. no that's not you know jock landale for fucking bradley beal it's not crazy it's just i don't understand why the wizards would do it it's not like you know out of the like we've seen some dumb trades like remember when the pelicans traded demarcus cousins and the reaction at the time was what the hell are the pelicans doing this is an awful trade and then, like, two or three seasons later, we looked back on it and we were like, wow, the Pelicans handily won that trade. Like, teams do dumb shit, and sometimes it pays off, and sometimes it's just dumb shit. This, for me, though, is, like, why, like, the, I feel like the Wizards could do better for Monte Morris as an expiring contract. Because he is one of the better backup guards in the league, um, and he definitely was when he was still with the Nuggets. Shamit doesn't have any guaranteed money past the season, so that helps. But like, so does Morris. Like, yeah, you can just hey, listen. I just want to say this, okay? Okay. I, I'm looking out for Landry Shamit. Landry, if you're watching this, and I hope you are. Listen, you've played on contenders, you've played on playoff teams, and it just hasn't worked out. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, why not go to a, a bottom feeder of a franchise, and the pressure's all off. It's all off. Now you can thrive. Now you can be the Landry Shamit that everybody hoped you would be. Like it's what? an opportunity to secede. Let's go. Like he's the one that needs to be convinced in all. Why, of this. why would La Why would Landry take your advice? That's like breaking up with your girlfriend and then going to her as your therapist. Like, yeah, why? you've been watching too much Ted Lasso. <laughs> Wait, how? What? Don't worry about it. <laughs> the point is, you're still not answering my question. Why the Wizards do this? You yeah, made it an appeal to Landry. Yeah, I mean, listen, I the, the Wizards would never do this. <laughs> Thank you. We got there. Look, I also I, I was think, trying to wear you guys down. I think what complicates any deal with the Wizards, not the poo-poo on this whole concept that we came up they're gonna want draft picks though because they're trying to rebuild. Right. And guess what the Suns don't have? Draft picks. They got yeah. second got rounders. Second rounders, and didn't we just oh, have a neat. conversation two weeks <laughs> ago about how second, second rounders, rounders are now go. becoming more valuable? When did we talk about that? When the Nuggets <laughs> traded for some? Yeah. Because okay. when you're a contender, you need to have that. But the and Wizards, I know the Wizards aren't there yet, but they could get there one day. Uh, Freddie's got it right though. Only a wizard could fix Shamit. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Freddie. There you go, Freddie. That's oh, my boy. My Let's go. I right. feel so bad for Landry well, sometimes. That's can we get him on the show? That's why he, he would never go. come on our I show. Want, I want him to confront no. Saul. He could watch one episode of our show and like, <laughs> there'd be like three different uncalled for Landry. If he singers. ever agreed to come on He'd the show, like, I would hit him up and be like, no. First of all, absolutely not. He would have to read the comments first because <laughs> I don't just come out and say things. That's such randomly. a lie. <laughs> that is a blatant lie. Can I pull back the curtain You a are bit? such a liar. Can I pull back the curtain a little bit? Huh? Saul the other day comes in to me and goes, goes, hey, you know what I think we need to do? I think we need to be more positive. <laughs> 
Two days later, define what you mean by we. <laughs> well, I, I did get around to it. I said, <laughs> I think I need to be more positive about, <laughs> about things. We. Damn, man. Oh, my God. Poor All right, Andrew. let's move on. Uh, Denny Avdija. What do we think about? Yeah. I would like Danny. him. He's he's on a very manageable mm-hmm. $6.2 million also contract. Also expiring. Also expiring. Um, he is extension eligible this offseason. Um, he's a good defender. Like he's he's just a good utility glue guy who can do a little bit of everything. And after the Wizards traded Rui Hachimura to the Lakers and freed up more playing time for him, um, he did a lot with it. He was contributing a lot of different categories. His numbers looked really good. Um, he's a guy that has been on the radar for me, at least for a little while now. I, again, though, I, I think like he's 22 years old, extension eligible. And if the wizards are blowing it up, if they trade Bradley Beal, if they look for, you know, maybe sign and trades or just let Kristaps Porzingis and or Kyle Kuzma go, like, why are you getting rid of a 22 year old who can be a decent Mm -hmm. piece for you rebuilding? That's my biggest question. I feel like some of the guys that we're naming would probably need to be part of a bigger deal, probably revolving around DeAndre Ayton because campaign Landry Shamit, they're useful trade chips in a bigger trade, but they don't have a ton of trade value alone. Chris Paul, we've talked all about his trade value and the difficulties in dealing him. Like if you're the wizards, you're looking at them like, okay, you like Monte Morris, you like uh, Denny Abdia, you like maybe Daniel Gafford. If we're going to put together a trade, like we'll do multiple pieces for a cornerstone young centerpiece. Maybe that's when you have a discussion, but I don't know if those three pieces are worth a DA trade by themselves. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I put this back out on the Internet. It was one of our Trade Machine Tuesdays from, I think, a few weeks ago. And it was DA and Landry Shamit for Chris Stops and Kuzma. And all the Wizards fans are like, why would we do this? Because those are two guys that can walk away and you get absolutely nothing for them. <laughs> and my thought is, and then some people are like, well, why would those two guys opt in? If they get an opportunity to play with Book and KD and they can win a title and then they get to be free agents anyways, it makes them look better. So I was like, that might be the kind of deal you could pull off because the Wizards get some value in a young piece. And then if they flip Beal in another deal, they can add some more picks or, or young guys around but yeah i don't think you're going to be able to you know vulture this and pick the carcass of the wizards and get young talent for nothing because they're going to want young talent in a rebuild right it's going to take like da for something like gafford morris and denny avdia i don't know that the wizards do that i don't know that the suns do that because we have talked about needing more depth needing to turn da and cp3 into like two to three good role players, but you are also losing on the talent spectrum a little bit there. You can't just get a bunch of like sixth, seventh, eighth men for these guys either. Um, and I don't know that any of these guys that I'm looking at on the Wizards roster are yeah. necessarily, uh, maybe <clears throat> Gafford, I like his potential. Morris is a good backup. Denny Avdia could be a starter um, yeah. on a decent team. but Yeah, that's, that's the hard part about this is the Wizards are so bad right <laughs> that you just don't know how to compare some of these players you know Danny Avedia has shot you know shot 43 percent for his career and I, I think just around 30 percent from the three-point uh you know line and I mean 
is is that what he is? Can he be better? Is he going to be worse? I you just don't know. Never played in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's another thing. Like you know, you're basically a rookie when you get to that point. And you know, how do people uh, players respond when they get put in up those positions? So, yeah, sticky. I, my problem with the Monte Morris thing too is I get triggered when I hear that name because it, I I automatically think Marcus Morris because my brain is so so addled with uh, riddled with those memories. So. Also, when we're talking about Kuzma, like sure there could be a scenario where he opts in to come play with Book and KD, but I feel like he's going to be wanting a bigger paycheck at this point. No, well, like I, if I'm Kuz, as much as it would be really cool to play with Book and KD. I feel like I want to get paid right now at this point in time in my career. The way you'd sell it is we can get you more because you're going to be able to do more because the defense is going to focus on Katie. It's going to focus on book and you're going to go into free agency next year. And hopefully you're a champion uh, at that point too. We can, we can get you more money. But that's a gamble. Yeah. But everything in life's a gamble. Yeah. And if you're putting, Big money in front of me or a gamble to maybe get a little bit more big money. I'm just going to take the big money initially. Uh, no, because like if Kuz was a free agent after they won the finals uh, with the when he was with the Lakers, then yeah, you're good. You know, like you're going to make a lot of money. Wait, he was, wasn't he? Or he was traded. Uh, he was traded. traded. He was right. traded. Yeah, yeah. So I was right. Uh, and so I think you, you're going to look at this Denver Nuggets team. Bruce Brown is not coming back on that same contract. KCP not coming back on that same contract. Like those are guys that are going to be, um, they're going to be valuable on the open market. So you, your, your, your money level goes up significantly when you win a title and you are a contributor to that team because people can visualize how you would fit into their championship plans. Kuz, yeah, Kuzma is a difficult one because he does have that thirteen million dollar player option. Even if the Suns found a way to wiggle themselves down uh, to opening up that full mid-level, which is like 12.2, that's still less than his current player option is for next season. So it'd have to be, if it's a free agency path or a sign-and-trade type situation, you're looking at like, okay, we're going to sign you to a one-year wink-wink deal where we'll try and make it up to you later. Um, I don't know if that's enough. And if you're the Wizards, like, if you're the Suns, you're kind of hoping that he opts into his $13 million player option and you work out a trade, work him in as part of a bigger trade because, sorry, campaign, Landry Shamit, the Wizards aren't going to give him Kuzma up for that. No, it would have to be something with DA. Right. Yeah, and you'd have to to get Kuz to to opt in. There's there's no easy path here. No, not at all. Seems like this whole offseason, that's the theme of the offseason. Like there's mm-hmm. no easy path yeah. here. <laughs> that's a, that's our off season slogan. Get the graphic ready. There's no easy path. Uh, welcome to the struggle, Buzz, y'all. We Get don't comfy. know what steps are, but we know there's not an easy path. <laughs> All right, we have two super chat. Uh, one from Ryan. Ryan wants to know, Saul, what's the Taco Bell order? Oh, I had three Doritos tacos. The locos, Doritos, Doritos, locos. locos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No Mexican pizza. That's my favorite. No. Is it? With the cinnamon twist, I love oh, yeah. the cinnamon twist. I'm a I'm a beef chalupa. You can't get yeah. cinnamon twist on DoorDash, which is stupid. You can't. No, oh, that's weird. Really weird. Huh. That's, that's crap. Weird. Yeah. Um, and then we also got one from Frank. Thank you, Frank. Said I feel for Girth doing Shamit articles last year. <laughs> I love my job, and Shamit's a good guy. Don't feel bad for me. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I love my Landry Shamit. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> See what I mean? Um, he's, a, he's a great guy. I'm I think he's weird. a nice guy. And listen, I think that, you know, part of what I was trying to 
infer <laughs> with Espo was that like I do feel like I've been a little too hard on him. I, that's why I took a step back. If you notice during the season, mm-hmm. I did take a little bit yes. of a step back, and I wasn't as aggressive on him as I could have been because I'm not going to kick a guy that a guy that's down. Like, mm-hmm. but then he had that fantastic game three, and the door's wide open now. So <laughs> whatever. God bless. Oh, that's what you were capable of? You've been holding out this whole time. Now that we know better. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well. Two steps forward, three steps What back. do we think the over-under on Landry, Shamit, slander from Saul is for the remainder of the offseason? What like should we set bet. the bar on at? Well, if he gets traded, we're going to get one big rant, I think, just to, to send him off. So. Okay, how about between now and Summer League? Over, under. Comments? Comments. You got to yeah. use your mic. You got to use your mic. Yeah, comments. So comments. Yeah. Over, under. Summer League, which is July 7th is when we're leaving. Yeah. Yes. So, I'm going to say nine. nine. Nine and a half is the over, under. Okay. I'm I going that's, over. That's kind of high. Nine and a half. That's yeah. what, two and a half weeks? Three weeks? I guarantee. But see, nine? now he's going to change his strategy knowing <laughs> yeah. what the line is. I guarantee <laughs> that I won't speak about Landry Shamit. Again, until oh. until uh, until after summer. That's week. a lie for oh, sure. Man. Oh, now now if he gets traded, so I can't talk about him. He's <laughs> such a liar. How many lies have you said on this show? So? Lies. I will put a bet on it we if you want to. It's not well, fair when you I did the thirty-five the pointer, <laughs> and fair. it didn't happen. Didn't make the bet. We were an, close. That was a disappointment. We, we got closer sure. than thirty-one. Yeah, we were close. <laughs> well, if you want to get in on some betting action, make sure you download and sign up for the BetMGM Sportsbook app. And make sure you use bonus code PHNX when you do. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential health. Michigan. Also, if you're looking for a great Father's Day gift, check out our friends over at Saturday Neon. The company was started by two friends and former college roommates, and they make officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. These signs are legit. They look great. They light up so perfectly. Like they just add such a good ambiance to your space. So if you're a diehard fan or a casual supporter, you're going to love these signs no matter what. Um, if you go to SaturdayNeon.com and use code PHNX, you're going to get 10% off your order today and you get free shipping on orders over $200. Again, that is SaturdayNeon.com and the code is PHNX. Guys, why are we so triggered by Taco Bell right now it's, in this chat? Taco Bell is so much better than Del Taco. I, mean, I am not sorry for saying it. I didn't realize oh this was going to be a hot take, and now the chat is all about some Del Taco? No. Del Taco? How about Gilbert's reason? Del Taco is Taco Bell on steroids, better fries, better steak, plus they have burger. I'm not going I'm not, to a Mexican yeah. restaurant <laughs> and yeah. a burger. I'm definitely not going to Del Taco for fries no. and a burger. Yeah. That's for sure. Did Lindy, did you know we have one more sponsor? Uh, no. Yeah. Do you have another sponsor? Uh, can we play that ad? 
Are you an NBA general manager in the market for great values this offseason? Is the second apron in the new CBA taunting you? Don't worry. Come on down to the newest department store, Biombo, Boban, and beyond, geared towards your needs. We have the best slightly used NBA players at value prices. Need a veteran 3 and D guy willing to accept the biannual exception? We got him. In the market for a point guard who isn't 38 years old? We got that too. Want a former star who's serviceable with a recognizable name to keep your fan base pacified? Oh, you know we got that. So come on down to Biombo, Boban, and Beyond for the best values in basketball. We're looking at you, James Jones. There's a one-stop shop to solve all the problems we have here in Phoenix. Biombo, Boban, and Beyond. They've taken over all the old Bed Bath & Beyond, so they only had to replace two things on the side. They're ready for you. Oh, that was awesome. Look, look, I I bring this up because all this Bradley Beal talk, we've heard other names thrown out there. People seem to have... Nordstrom expectations when we're likely shopping in a Walmart aisle this offseason. Or or Target. Whatever your preference is, maybe it's even slightly higher than Walmart. Like, my point is you're going to have to find value Mm -hmm. this offseason. You're going to have to get creative. And I don't think trying to get a star outside of maybe one or two guys makes sense financially makes sense in what's going on uh for your future you're gonna have to find those guys that can outperform uh like like we saw with with miami and all their undrafted guys that were on that roster like we saw with denver uh and all those on those vets on on minimums and whatnot being there that's the path the Suns are gonna have to go yeah pretty much you're you're gonna need to nail some of your veteran minimum signings this offseason um, and I, I thought he James Jones did a decent job with that last season. There, like Josh Okogie on a minimum, that was more than worth his contract. Damian Lee, same deal. Jock Landale, same deal there. Um, even though that was a, a trade, um, you're going to need to make moves like that and to round out the rest of your roster. Maybe these guys aren't part of the playoff rotation because that needs to be chopped down to seven, eight guys. Um, but I, I felt like they did a decent job with that last summer. You're going to have to replicate that this summer. And I think a lot of people <clears throat> need to get it in their minds that a lot of the Suns' own free agents are guys that you're probably going to be targeting as well to bring mm-hmm. back because you can go over the cap to re-sign your own free agents. Um, and that doesn't help you in terms of the luxury tax and the second luxury tax apron that we keep talking about. But it does help in terms of getting guys here for maybe a little bit more than the vet men. Yeah, Tori, Akogi, you know, mm-hmm. guy, you know, Jock, guys like that that have a defensive mindset in part could be mm-hmm. that. So one of the things that's <clears throat> that I know has been talked about is just the fact that, yes, I agree, there's there's some good solid value that you that James Jones had coming in, mm-hmm. but there's there's an argument to be made about guys that were undersized playing certain positions. Um, and really, the biggest thing, inconsistency. They were wildly up and down, uh, it, whether it be game to game, month to month, week to week. You just When you threw out a lineup of guys, you didn't know really what to expect outside of your core 
group. And even you can make the argument that you didn't even know what to expect with DA. So um, I think the Suns are looking for some some length and some consistency from the three and D positions. Um, and I think that's the biggest focus for them this offseason. I agree that some of these guys that are already on the roster should come back. I do think Josh Okogie should come back. Um, Tory Craig, you can make an argument to uh, for and against. Uh, but and, and Jock, I would like to see Jock back because I think Jock, even when Jock is not playing at a high level, his energy is at a high level. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing that can be said about uh, Josh Okogie um, and at times Tory Craig. And I think that's what you need to focus on is is if they're if they're having an off game, what else do they bring to the table? And I think with those three guys specifically, um, they brought a lot to the table in terms of what their energy level was, how you know, and they could defend. Um, and, and I like that. Outside of that, you got you got to get some more length. You got to get some more length in a big way. I feel like the the biggest name that they may look at would be like a Carl Anthony Towns, a guy that could replace what you thought you were going to get out of a uh, out of a DA. But I don't. Putting another superstar uh, on this roster isn't isn't going to get it done. We've seen we've seen big threes fail a, you know, mm-hmm. a whole hell of a lot in, in this game, and I'd much rather get creative and and put guys. Now, if somebody with a bigger name is willing to take less money, that that fine, that makes sense. But if you're looking at guys with max deals, it's just it's going to be tough to find what really. Put you over the top. I, I will say this because uh, we have talked about a variety of different players from Damian Lillard to to Cat and stuff like that. Cat is the one name that I'm like, okay, if you're going to give up Da and possibly lose Chris Paul as well, like who's that? Who's the one guy that could probably make a, a more of a difference in terms of um, your overall style and you know uh, flexibility on offense and defense? And I think Cat is. Definitely one of those guys because he's a big that can shoot from the outside, uh, which by nature is going to draw uh, the, the the big guys out from the center and create a lot more space than you had before. And as a third option, I mean, that's, you you're not going to find many better. That's great, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that that's still a pipe dream. You don't know what's going to happen, and you got to find solid role players. I think Bruce Brown is definitely. I think that's a name that you should watch out for. I think that's a that's a name that the, the Suns are going to want to poach from the Nuggets. Um, you saw what he did in the finals. Uh, great energy guy. He's just he's he's a good player, and I think that's the type of dude that you need to try and get in here, uh, ASAP. Zeus says, "Well, we've seen big threes win title. I agree, but now the CBA is set up where it is not advantageous to try to put that together, and actually, I think it's designed to stop that." from happening. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it, this is an era gone by uh, in terms of the way to do this. Yeah, the, the big three era with that second luxury tax apron is coming to an end as we know it. Um, maybe you can get lucky and have one of those or two of those big three on a rookie scale contract, a mm-hmm. guy that you draft who's an immediate superstar, but it, we're going to see less and less of teams that have three superstars and they're going to pay severe luxury tax penalties they're going to have their uh avenues to build their rosters out limited by that second luxury tax apron so you know i i like the idea of cat here if if you can figure out how to swing a trade with the timberwolves or or a three-team deal to bring him here um i think a lot of people 
look at Cat a certain way because he's miscast as the guy, as a number one option. Mm-hmm. Here he'd be a number three option, and I think he'd be a more high-powered, you know, Kevin Love, Chris Bosh type. Yep. But that's a lot of money to pay to a guy mm-hmm. in that role. True. It limits your ability to spend elsewhere on the roster. Um, so as much as you wouldn't have to worry about Cat, you know, being tough enough or being the guy, being that dude, it's it's still really difficult. Well, I think it's ridiculous that some people went from, oh, my gosh, we got Kevin Durant to looking at this and being like, oh, my God, this team sucks. And it's like, <laughs> no, right. you've got one of the best duos in the NBA. Mm. And if Kevin Durant's healthy and they had a decent <clears throat> bench around them, they might be the Nuggets right now mm-hmm. like yeah. in winning the title. So perspective is another big part of this that people need to keep. Uh, matchups matter, but whoever won that second round series, I thought was going to win the West and probably have a good chance to win the win it all. And that's kind of what played out if you look at how quickly Denver dispatched the Lakers and and the Heat in the finals. But you know what would have happened? What's that? We would have got all the way to the finals, and Boston would have found a way to beat the Heat. <laughs> things would have turned around, and then Boston would have magically won the finals. And we are just, you know, that's just how it goes. No, Saul. Damn. No, Saul. So much for positivity. Mr. I know. <laughs> we told him he can't say shit about Landry Shaman. So I deterred. He's just going to cover the whole team. It's okay. I was told that Imaginary Land doesn't exist, so we don't have to talk about it. Okay. Who told you cool. that? I spoke. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Put on well, those blinders, so. There you go. <laughs> There is one player that we got a uh, word on today. Uh, John Hollinger from The Athletic uh, said that the Suns should potentially look at Utah Watanabe. Mm-hmm. Now, he's young, right? Had a breakout year in Brooklyn is what he wrote. Said shooting 44.4% from three. But the Nets crowd at the forward position makes it seem unlikely that he is back. And one obvious place to look for him on a minimum deal would be Phoenix. The Suns will likely need to sign several minimum deals to fill out their roster this summer. And Watanabe could be reuni- reunited with KD and again uh, play for him for open play off him for open threes. Does this intrigue you guys at all? I don't know if it intrigues me. It would make sense. Like I, I feel like Watan like obviously the shooting numbers are great. The forty four percent shooting, the fact that he shot forty five point seven percent on catch and shoot looks like that's what you need from role players and and expectations on a minimum contract should be uh, he's on a minimum contract for a reason um if that's what it winds up being but you know he's not he's not young he's 28 years old um and he's a guy who averaged what was it it was like 16 minutes a game this season so it's not someone you're expecting to be part of your playoff rotation it's not someone you are expecting to be a significant contributor he's a guy that can shoot and that's kind of that's what he brings to the table at this point. Not that there's anything wrong with that or that he wouldn't be a good veteran minimum signing. I just want people's expectation because I've seen people take this Hollinger article, which is speculating like he could be a fit and saying like, oh, reunite him and KD. It's all like it's going to be like he's he's OK. But did he just yeah, but you need, you need the no, OK guys. That was in the Hollinger picture. <laughs> I think, he did. I think he did. What am I subtweeting? <laughs> it's all tweet. One tweet. How about much I Utah. Look, let's oh. go. <laughs> look, did bring you tweet about? Yeah. Yes, I did. What did you say? You saw it, Joe. I, so, I didn't see it. <laughs> look, look to me, you need shooters, and maybe he's mm. just a regular season guy that falls out of the rotation. Maybe he's a guy that comes in and plays five, eight minutes in the playoffs and hits a couple threes. We saw how that can change momentum in a series. How you need at least those options. 
on a minimum, I like it. He becomes the best Utah uh, to ever play for this team. Uh, so you had uh, you had Utah Tabusi at one point, who uh, is a legend for some god awful reason. Uh, and so, but I, I like it because it's it's cheap, not doesn't hurt your cap space, and is a guy that can shoot the three. And this roster lacked it completely last year. I mean, it's, it'd be the first time anybody enjoyed Utah. So, yep. <laughs> Utah. Damn it. Utah catching strays. Um, I, just, I, just I, a, I wouldn't be mad at this, especially for the, the dollar amount that we're talking about here. You're going to need to find guys like this to fill out your roster. Like, you have to. You are. And, like, I, I'm not trying to shit all over this idea. I just want, because I've seen people, like, expecting him to be a role player on this team. And, like, how many minutes did he play in the playoffs for the Nets? Five in one game. And that's it. So I, I just want people to understand this is a regular season depth move to round out the roster. I don't know you could expect much more than hey, that. Sitting on the bench during the playoffs is a role too, Gerald. It is, he's a great locker room guy. Like KD, you could tell watching highlights um, when I was when he was traded here. I'd watch all of his buckets from this season. It was awesome to see how many times Yuta was like one of the first guys off the bench that he was dapping up. Him and Mikhail got pretty close pretty quickly. So by all accounts... He's a great locker room guy, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Um, I just want to set everyone's expectations in a more reasonable Lowered place. expectations. <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> Did you not just say lower your expectations? Reasonable. <laughs> I mean, reasonable. <laughs> the sounder was lowered. there. <laughs> lowered makes it seem like we need low expectations. No, you you, just, you lowered just lower you, compared you, to what yeah. it is now. You lowered them from what people think they should be. All right, then I'm taking that role, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm taking that role. The Debbie Downer role. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, I hate to break it to you, Gerald, but I feel like you've been living that role for a little bit of time. People now. keep talking about Kyrie Irving and all this right. shit. It's not happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kyrie's not coming. I gave up on that. It's not happening. Gerald said it's not happening to like 85 people already since the Suns <laughs> got bounced from. <laughs> I'm just trying to live in the real world. I apologize. Well, you know what, Gerald? It was real for a moment. Sometimes you just need to kick back. Have a good margarita uh-huh. and let your imagination wander. Where are we going to do that, Lynn? We are going to Illegal Pete's. You can kick off your week with Margarita Monday at Illegal Pete's, exclusive to Arizona locations. They've got $3 margs all day, every Monday. You know nothing brightens up that Monday mood more than soaking up the sun with a few margaritas. And don't forget about Taco Tuesdays. $2 tacos all day, every Tuesday. You can enjoy your favorites, whether it's chicken, pork, veggie, tacos, all for just two bucks. So swing by and start your week off right at Illegal Pete's. Plus, they have happy hour every single day from 3 to 8 p.m. They extended it for the summer. So you can do that every single day. And you can just sit in the sun, Gerald, and just pretend like you're in a dreamland okay. where Damian Lillard that, plays for the Phoenix Suns. That'd be cool. And Carol Anthony Towns. How strong are these margaritas? And Bradley Beal. <laughs> and Rui Hachimura. All of them. They're the oh, strongest in the At valley. At the same time. Oh, okay. And you don't forget to bring your shady rays. There though. you go. That's yeah. what I was waiting for. Because it is a little bit hot outside. The sun here in Phoenix is very bright. You want to make sure that you are wearing good gear that is built to last. Talking premium polarized shades from our friends at Shady Rays. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Just go to shadyrays.com, use that code PHNX for 50% off 
two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And if you don't like them or if you break them, they'll replace them. They got a really good uh, guarantee there to make sure that you are well taken care of long after you purchase. So check out our friends over at Shady Race. Uh, I want to address something in the chat. Sure. sure. Jake it or leave it said, Saul, did you show Eddie your feet? What? what? Uh, yeah. So clearly you guys don't watch my show. Anymore. I do, but I didn't watch today. So, literally two uh, so basically, uh, we were talking about the beach and feet. And then uh, Eddie said, nobody will ever see my his feet because he says he has ugly feet, which I believe. Um, and then I said, I have beautiful feet. And he was like, he basically said, let me see him. And I was like, I'm not taking off my shoes and showing you. And he's like, let me see him. And he would not let well, it go. To be and fair. Then, so I said, no, I'll take a picture of him when I get home and I'll send him to oh, you. Oh, you're going to send feet pic. Okay. And, and I was going to send a feet pic. And then that's when he was like, dude, that's creepy. I was like, you want to see my feet right now? That's they, creepy. No. And we went we, back and forth. We didn't and know. I'm just telling you to subscribe to OnlyFans. That's no. what I said. This ain't, this ain't an OnlyFans, man. I'm not, we're gonna I'm not showing my feet right now. It here. is one thing <laughs> to claim that you have pretty feet and somebody being like, then fine, show me. No, he was like, I want to see him right now. And then you being like, like I'll send way, you feet pic later. <laughs> it's two totally different conversations. I, I, I'll tweet a feet pic. Is that better? No. no. <laughs> People charge for that content Why? online. Why? First of all, and also, get your money's worth. If you don't if you don't, subject if us you, to your feet if you don't want to see them. First of all, if you don't think I haven't thought about starting a feet only fans, you are hiding out of your mind. Oh. I would do that in a second. Only feet. Um, Only oh feet. Absolutely. Um, People are into that stuff. I don't know why. One day we're going to be able to play Never Have I, I Ever. And Saul's going to be able to, he's going to have to put his hand down when the question, <laughs> Never Have I Ever sent feet pick to an NBA player before. <laughs> Saul's oh going to be like, God. well, shit, I'm out, guys. <laughs> I, I think we have Rex Ryan on the line right now for you, so. That's the tweet. We're clipping that exactly. And we're tweeting it out. That oh, Never no. Have I Ever. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Nobody... Hold on, though. Nobody's wondering about the other side of things. What? How ugly are Eddie's feet? Listen, have you oh, seen man. NBA players? NBA players. And their hands, oh, like, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt that. Like, I'm not trying to throw shade at any NBA player in particular. Eddie clearly doesn't like his feet, but I get it. I mean, you Eddie, see one and you're like, yeah, I don't need to see him. Eddie's in great, I mean, and I mean great shape. He's a he's in phenomenal yes. shape. He watches every she single little thing that he eats. Uh, no, but when he walks, he looks like he's kind of in pain a little bit. And it's probably because of his feet being all jacked up. It's probably because he played 19 seasons in the NBA. And yeah. where does he play on? His yeah. feet. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> anyway. I just, oh. I'm just, no, I'm not taking off my shoes to show anybody my feet. Hold right on now. a second. What if Hello if, sends you five dollars? No, no. They'll send let's you get five. those super chats going. No, sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Super yeah. chats for salty pigs. No, we get five hundred dollars in super everybody. chat. All show his feet. No, or no, no, you, can, you. you can become a diehard right now at gophnx.com, <laughs> and one of the perks you're gonna get fifty dollars at, at Mountain Mike's. You're gonna get all these great perks. And a picture of Saul's feet. This has At gophnx.com, become a diehard. Jay is also right. He, EJ did say, I didn't love basketball because I have nice feet. Well, <laughs> this has to cross some ethical boundaries for me as a journalist. I don't know which ones, but we have to. I think you something. need to report on this now. $500 gets a picture of Saul's feet. I mean, people, listen, people have commented on my pants being tight. They talked about my calves. Now we're, we're just making our way down, peeps. Now we're at the feet, and then finally we can stop talking about me. 
I have nothing to say. So we have some super chat. <laughs> oh no! Um, no, not those. No, 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 no. Normal super chats. Okay. From normal people in the chat. Oh man! <laughs> so we got one from Leo. Thank you, Leo. We appreciate you. Said I'm probably crazy. I don't know, but would this work? Blazers get Beal. Suns get Anthony Simons and Kuzma. Wizards get Aiton. Blazers third pick. More Blazers picks and Shamit. Ooh. Tingly. Uh, I mean, obviously, I, I would have to check the math on that, but it, it, asset wise, that looks not too far off. I, I, I feel like the number three, this. three pick for Beal is quite a bit at this point with the contract. But, yeah, but how desperate the Wizard, yeah, the Blazers are desperate to convince Dame we're trying, which they've been trying to do for a decade now. But I don't, yeah, I'll, I'll check the math on that and see. If this, if the math maths, I like this a lot. Yeah, I'd be down for yeah. that. And I, and I could see where the Wizards are like, yeah, okay, maybe we're good why not? Here, yeah, you know? for sure. Uh, thanks, Leo. Appreciate you. We'll report back when Gerald is able to check the math on that. And then I always forget how to say this. Aztecs. That's not how you pronounce that. Or Altex. Altex. Sorry. Thank you for your super there. chat. We appreciate, appreciate you as well. Said, I don't have Del Taco in St. Louis. It sucks. Taco Bell has Baja Blast. Del Taco has churros. I'll say Taco Bell is better once they have churros. LOL. Is Baja Blast what happens to you after you eat Taco Bell? <laughs> no, no. Excuse me. I'm going to go have um, a Baja I don't Blast. love Baja Blast. I had it the other day, and I didn't love it. Is that what you love? No. No. Oh, no. No. No, we're not going that route. I'm not being just a normal person humor. here. <laughs> Altex, that's how you pronounce it. Thank you, Altex. Um, well, I'm not leaning into your shenanigans of what you said. I'm talking about the literal drinks, you brats. But I also have never had Del Taco's churros, so I can't speak to that. I don't know that I trust them to be good churros. I feel like, doesn't Costco have churros? Yeah. I feel like I would rather go to Costco and get a churro than you like Del Taco. Disneyland churros? Yeah. Okay. Than that. No, I'm sorry. Disneyland is better than Del Tacos by well, a mile. I would hope so. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, but you pay a lot Del Taco, more too. Yeah, it's 99 cents. It, it's 99 bucks at Disneyland for a churro. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I had a churro and a chicken quesadilla show. from Del Taco when I was like 13. Mm -hmm. Got food poisoning. That was my first time with food poisoning. Put me in the hospital. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I believe that. Emma, do we um, still have the framework of that in the super chat by any chance? Yeah, I have it right here, Gerald. Do you want me to send it to you? I'm, yeah. I'm now guessing Del Taco and Taco Bell will never be sponsors here. <laughs> uh, Emma, just leave it up there. Shit. That works. Okay. And so while Gerald is looking at that, we also got a little bit more of an update for you guys on uh, coaching staff shenanigans. So we got a tweet from, and I'm so sorry if I say this name incorrectly, Omari Sankofa, the mm -hmm. second Pistons beat writer for the Detroit Free Press. Uh, new Monty Williams Pistons coaching staff includes former Rockets head coach Stephen Silas, former Sixers assistant Dan Burke, Phoenix holdovers Brian Randall, Jarrett Jack, and Steve Scalzi. Um, so those three coming from Phoenix, meaning that we know for sure now that we're down a couple more guys who were once on this Phoenix Suns coaching staff. Eh. And then Mark Bryant, we already knew that he had moved on as well. I don't care. I don't care. Damn. We got a super staff. We don't. 
We don't need those guys. I mean, I, you shouldn't be surprised that that's how I feel. Yeah, they're Monty's guys. Even I mean, when players leave, I'm like, all right, it's time to move on. I'm like, hey, these guys are making the best decision that they can for themselves. I don't know if they got the opportunity here to stay, but they got another opportunity in Detroit, and they're familiar with Monty, mm -hmm. and they know his system. Like, it makes yeah. sense. So, yeah, it makes sense that they're gone. It's not surprising. I think the bigger thing for me is that the amount of turnover. It's not necessarily losing any one coach. I know people like Mark Bryant was really well liked among mm -hmm. the big men here. Um, and, and DA has credited a lot of his growth to working with MB on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, Steve Scalzi was their G League coach last year. Like all of these guys have been praised by various Suns players over the years. Um, so it's not that they're not good coaches. It's more so the concern for me is that there's a lot of turnover there. So the guys that are sticking around, um, it'll be new. There'll be new relationships to build, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is something that you have to, we talk about this being a step-by-step -step process throughout a season. Um, that's another step to mm -hmm. add in there to getting used to new assistant coaches, learning about their tendencies, vice versa with the players, how they like to be coached and that type of thing. So um, there, that is a lot of turnover. That's a lot of coaches that are gone, Jarrett Jack as well. Um, so it'll just be another part of this adjustment process that we're seeing over the over the course of training camp and the regular season. Yeah, it'll put a lot of emphasis on camp because there's a lot you're going to have to start to understand, mm -hmm. have, you know, relationships, which likely will start to be built over the summer. But that's the first time you kind of wind up all together. It'll be interesting to see the adjustment. But to your point, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think it, in the long run, it might be a good thing that we're getting a lot of fresh voices in here. I agree. Uh, Gerald, did you do the math yet? Any more Yeah, time? so it doesn't work as constructed. If you, let me see if you take out Landry Shamit and throw in Yusuf Nurkic to the Wizards. That works just on Fanspo. I'd have to do the actual math. Um, but if the Suns get Kuzma and Anthony Simons, assuming Kuzma opts into his player option, um, and then the Wizards get Nurkic and Aiton, which I don't know why they would do that because they already have Chris Stops as well, and they're trading for two centers, and then the Blazers get Beal, um, and then you throw the picks where they need to go, like it was mentioned, that works financially. Um, but we would need to tweak with that a little bit because throwing Landry Shamit in for the Blazers throws off the math, not including your use of Nurkic uh, makes it trickier and you need more salary to fill that out. So frameworks there, but it needs some work. I had to sneeze. Bless you. I love that we all stayed silent when <laughs> I have to sneeze. All right, everybody can listen. To I tried so hard to hold that in until you were done, Gerald. It's okay. My nose was tingling. <laughs> I think that's the first time I have ever sneezed on this show. Tingling? <laughs> Your nose doesn't like itch and tingle when you have to sneeze. It doesn't tingle. Whatever. You guys are so dramatic with words. I didn't say anything. That was neither you and Emma. Neither did I. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> Where's that Just catching so shots dramatic. from Tingle Nose over there. I'm just sitting here trying not to make a cocaine joke. So. <laughs> Good job you didn't do it. <laughs> Damn it! We're so close. As well. Thank you, everyone in the chat who said bless you. <laughs> you guys are so kind. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I'm impressed you only sneezed once. I sneeze yeah. in three. Yeah. A lot of times like, I do yeah. too. I think I just got really lucky with that one. Sometimes um, I sneeze and I blow my back out. Like, even oh. though, <laughs> even though these three and four, Brother. including Emma, are being real sassy 
Our friends over at Four Peaks are doing good things in our community. Four Peaks for Teachers is going on right now. Four Peaks is giving away 11 $1,000 cash grants, and one lucky teacher will win a teacher's lounge renovation provided by Four Peaks. Uh, if you'd like to thank a teacher, you can nominate them by going to fourpeaksforteachers.org. Make sure you complete the form before June 30th. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You do have to be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. We ask you drink responsibly. Why are you guys all giggling? Because he's Saul's he's crying. Immature. What the hell? <laughs> he's immature. <laughs> I'm so immature. <laughs> it's not even funny. <laughs> it's not even funny, but I'm over here crying. What happened to the show today? broken oh my god <laughs> it's you this is what happens when we do yeah <laughs> you're the problem what happened it's to the you. show today he asked all me three right. of you and emma <laughs> <laughs> it's me Hi. i'm the problem it's me oh man so many shenanigans are we ever are we gonna have a sync what's the over under for sh- no shenanigan shows in the off season. Oh, zero. You ever seen those One. boards that it's like blank days since the last incident? Yeah, it's yeah we're going to always zero. be at zero. You know yeah. what? No. Friday is just you and G- Gerald. That's true. Mm. <laughs> we'll have there one day. Zero shenanigans on that show. I will carry it through the weekend, so that'll be three days. <laughs> yeah. oh, no shenanigans. Oh, boy. Look at that. Man. All right. Well, thank you to everyone in the chat who said bless you. I appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We got another show for you at 3 p.m. Until then, you can follow us on Twitter at phnx underscore sons. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo oh, at Espo. Can I tease something real quick? Sure. We have, we think, we think we have a pretty cool <laughs> guest tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So you're definitely going to want to tune in. Tomorrow and next Tuesdays, Trade Machine Tuesday should be pretty electric. Oh, yeah. We got some good stuff cooking up. We got some good stuff. Espo, take us home. Just remember at Biombo, Bobon, and Beyond, (laughs) you can get great deals on NBA players and no pictures of Saul's feet. Ahoy, ahoy. Lindsay Gerald Espo. Saul passed the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I've always wrecked the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B.